I'm dedicating today's Divritera to the memory and merit of my beloved grandmother, Peril Basiliyohu, who just passed away two days ago. And Demir Sashem will say a couple of words about her as well. This Shabbos is the 17th of Tammuz, Shivasur Betamuz, which is the beginning of the three week period where we mourn the destruction of the Beis Mikdash, or really both Bati Mikdash, both of our holy temples. Um, in typical years, the 17th of Tammuz would be a fast day. Um, and yet this year, because it's on Shabbos, on Shabbos we don't fast, and therefore the fast is actually pushed off until Sunday. And Shabbos is a regular day of happiness and rejoicing like every Shabbos. And uh, the Rebbe points out that this is really a taste of the coming of Mashiach, because when Mashiach will come, all of these fast days will be transformed to days of Simcha forever. So now until Mashiach comes, when, it, uh, when we have such a uh, situation where the fast is on Shabbos and that fast day is transformed to day of Shabbos, it's like a mini taste of what will be when Mashiach will come. So let's look at, uh, for a message relating to the coming of Mashiach, and specifically um, a, a message for what we can do as we prepare for the coming of Mashiach. So in the beginning of this week's Haftarah, the Haftarah that's read right after the Torah portion, the Haftarah of Parshas Balak, which is what's read everywhere outside of Eretz Yisrael this week, the Haftarah is a, from the Navi Micha, and it begins with a prophecy of what's going to be in the time just as Mashiach is coming. And it says, that the remnants of Jacob, the, the leftovers, the Jewish people, the, the remnants of the Jewish people, will be amongst many nations, and they'll receive their, their sustenance, ketal me'es Hashem, like dew from, that comes forth from Hashem, asher adam, they will not need to put, they will not put their hopes in others, in other human beings, in other people, they'll receive everything directly from Hashem. And as the Navi goes on, it's clear, he's not talking about after the redemption is complete, because it's still a time of war, as he's describing. It's still a time when there's a lot of cleansing that has to be done in the world in general, in the Jewish people. And nevertheless, in this beginning stages, as we're readying ourselves for the complete redemption, the Navi tells us that we'll be in this state of being where we receive our sustenance from Hashem, and we'll not need to put our hopes in any other people. Now, seemingly, the message here is the message of bitachin, the message of faith the faith that we're supposed to have in Hashem and recognize that whatever we have and whatever we receive is ultimately from Hashem. But if it's only the message of faith, the message of faith is always there. There's always that concept of bitachon, of faith. Um, and it's a, a principle of Yiddishkeit, of Judaism, that we recognize that ultimately our blessing comes from Hashem and it's the, the, only to Him whom we pray and, and we ask that we receive our sustenance. So there's got to be something more to it, or something deeper, or a greater level of bitachon, a greater level of faith, that's being referred to in this Haftar. And the Rebbe explains and says, indeed, there are two basic levels of faith. Um, there is a Pasuk in Yirmiyahu, the, the Navi Yirmiyahu, who says, Orur hagever ashayiftach ba'odom. The Prophet Yirmiyahu says, Cursed is the man who puts his hopes and faith in people. Now that's a powerful statement, and that's because when one just puts their faith in the security of other people instead of Hashem, that's a, you know basic lacking of belief that Hashem is the creator and in control of everything. There is, on the other hand, another pasuk in Tehillim which says, "Toiv lachseis b'Hashem mibtoyach ba'adam." It is good, it is better to have our hope and our refuge in Hashem versus in other people. And here there's a, there's a seeming um, contradiction. Yirmiyahu said. <laughs> that one who trusts, put their trust in people is cursed. 
That's very powerful. Tehillim says, well, it's better. It's better to put, it's tov. Tov, it's good. It's better to put one's hope in Hashem than in other people. So how do we understand? How do we reconcile? Is it cursed when one puts their hopes in man? Or is it just better to put their hopes in Hashem? And the Rebbe explains the following, to say it in short, that there is the basic level of faith. The basic level of faith is that I believe that ultimately Hashem is in charge and ultimately we have to pray to Him and ultimately He's going to decide whether I will or not be successful. When one doesn't have that basic level of faith, well, that's what Yirmiyahu was talking about when he said, cursed is the man who their hopes are in other people. Sad is that is their lot because, because they're really putting their hope in the wrong place. That's basic faith. Now, but when one does have basic faith, so one can believe the following. Of course, Hashem is the creator, but Hashem also created the natural way things run. And Hashem wants us to go out and work for a living, and Hashem wants us to get a job and, and work for our uh, needs. So therefore, Hashem has empowered the, you know, the course of nature. So yes, I believe Hashem is in charge. I have the basic faith in Hashem, but I also understand that nature is significant as well. And my job and my studies and the effort that I put in, that's something that Hashem created as something that's important and significant. And therefore that becomes significant to the person as well. Um, am I doing my best? Is my job going to work out? Because I recognize true Hashem created the world, but He created nature as the way things run. And therefore that becomes significant as well. There is an even higher level of bitachon. And that's what the Tehillim was talking about when it said, Toiv Bashem. It's good. It's great when a person is able to attain this level. And that's the person who recognizes that even with the whole nature and everything, whatever we receive is directly from Hashem. True, Hashem said we have to work. And therefore, I get a job. And therefore, I work. I do whatever I got to do. But I never put any real significance in that job. I recognize that job is merely a tool through which Hashem gives and pours what I need. This is a much greater level of faith because here my relationship is with Hashem alone. And Hashem told me to do the work, I go to work and I do the work and I recognize it's only that. I'm doing what I have to do. But whatever we receive is directly from Hashem because Hashem is not merely a creator who created a world and and a course of nature and said, let nature take care of you. Rather, Hashem is the one who directly sustains and feeds me and gives me whatever I need. It's only that He told me that in order to receive that, I should do my part as well. But it's only doing my part to open myself up for Hashem's bracha. And that's what the Aftar is talking about in this week, in the beginning, when it says, as we prepare for the redemption, we prepare for the coming of Mashiach, it behooves us to be on the highest level of bitachon. Not only believing that Hashem is a creator, but recognizing that everything that happens and everything that we receive is directly from Him and from Him alone, though we have to do what, we, what we're supposed to do because He said so, but whatever we're involved with is merely, merely a vessel to receive what He Himself directly gives us. The lesson of faith, especially in preparing for the coming of Mashiach. I mentioned my grandmother who passed away two days ago, and she was a tremendous person in so many ways and I only want to speak about one point very quickly and that is she was a per- person of unshakable faith unshakable belief in Hashem she's a person who survived the Holocaust in Auschwitz she saw and experienced the death of her entire family her parents her brother her sisters her extended family uncles aunts cousins community entirely shattered entirely lost she lost everything everything and yet 
comes after the Holocaust and marries and comes to America, rebounces, bounces back, that is, and builds a home of Torah, of mitzvahs, of Yiddishkeit, based on that unshakable faith in Hashem. I'll never forget, there was, uh, I don't know how many years ago it was, that it was Saddam Hussein, I believe, who, um, who threatened the existence of Israel and said he's going to be sending missiles into Israel. And there was real fear in the world. And I was with my grandmother at the time, and I said, I told her, we're afraid. It's, it's, it's nerve-wracking. After all, this despot is, is, is um, he's threatening the existence, the lives of millions of Jewish people. And she left. And she said, so what if he threatened? He's not in control of the world. It's only Hashem who's in control of the world. There's no doubt he will protect us. And hearing this from a person who had every reason to question that belief, and every reason she saw the devastation, the horrors of the Holocaust firsthand, experienced them on her own body, and her own family. And yet for her to have that unshakable faith that nothing happens on its own, and whatever happens, whether we understand it or whether we don't, whether it makes sense or whether we can explain it or not, but is directly, directly from Hashem, Hashem to us. And therefore, ultimately, there's nothing to really worry about in a sense of ultimately we're in good hands, we're in Hashem's hands. And we dive into Him and only to Him. And we put our trust in Him and only in Him. That's something that she taught me in a way that perhaps no one else could because of the life that she lived and where she came from and how she was able to stand and create the continued home and the continued family based on the basic tenets of emunah and bitachin of faith and belief in Hashem as the idea of this parsha. May it be a memory for her and a bracha for her and the and strengthening for all of us to strengthen our emunah, strengthen our faith, strengthen our bitachin and Hashem and to prepare for the coming of Mashiach and the transformation of all sad occurrences and all sad events and of course the transformation of the destruction and the days um, that we mourn the destruction to days of happiness and days of rebuilding with the third base of Mikdash with the coming of Mashiach may it be today have a wonderful Shabbos